This week on This Galarian Life, a battle that may seal the fates of our party rages. I was gonna help you out, boy, but this centaur's got my attention now. Ah, uh, don't worry about it. I'm doing I'm doing chip damage. I'll be fine. And things may not go their way. Derek, I'm gonna quit this podcast. You'll start taking it seriously. Okay, uh, I'm so sorry. But it's not all fighting that determines their fate. Very clearly, I know all of you, or know things about you. Decisions must be made. Suddenly more lawful. Now, we're so libertarian in Hermithos, we don't have a constitution. Oh, my lord. And some more chaotic. When I'm done quartering you, where do you want the pieces scattered? What will the spoils of this war with the Iron Fang be? Absolutely. Give me that treasure, ho. Uh, crystal divs go to the dog. Listen to find out. Welcome back, everybody. It's your DM, Derek. I'd first like to uh, apologize for this episode being a little bit late. Uh, my work schedule changed a little bit this week, and I've been sick for the past couple days, so I've kind of had a harder time keeping up with the editing. Hopefully in the next couple weeks I'll get myself back on, on track. So it might be a little late next week too, but hopefully not. After that, we'll be back on a regular schedule. Other than that, I just want to announce that in an effort to try to promote the show a little bit, if anybody uh, uses the hashtag GaloreanLife on Twitter or uh, shares our post on Facebook or our other social media outlets, we will be um, we'll name drop you in the introduction of the show from now on. So thank you to anybody who's sharing, watching, listening to the show right now. You guys have been instrumental in our growth these past couple weeks. I also want to thank Paizo, Sirenscape, and everybody who makes this show possible. I know you've been waiting for it, so I'll cut this short. Welcome to episode 15, Centaur, You Waiting For. So last time we, you guys, uh, broke into the lair of the leader of the Troglodytes. Her name, if she didn't say it, is Igitz. There's a giant salt crystal hanging from the ceiling, and in the back of the room, there's a giant blue crystal statue depicting an insect-like humanoid creature, and there's, like, mist along the floors. Some of the walls have collapsed, except on the far wall, you see a door that has a pretty sturdy lock on it. Not like a key lock, think like a safe lock. There are also some, like, grass mats on the floor. But beyond that, there are two troglodytes. One of those troglodyte spellcasters you guys fought on the top floor, a centaur, and then the oracle Igitz herself. So go ahead and roll initiative. And while you do that, the centaur, a gentleman named York, turns back to Igitz and says, What the fuck? You're making us fight these people? We had a deal, Nigget says. No, I... There was no deal. Oh, it's this Derek voice. I mean, they're lizard people, so... Uh, it, so Nigget says, These people come into my lair, and you ask me to kill them? No, I will decide who I kill based on who you can kill. If you want us on the side of the Iron Fangs, and you prove your worth. And he looks disgruntled, and he goes... Oh, Skarnivirus isn't going to like this, but if he gets you on our side, then let's go. And he kind of steps forward. Truxton, you're first. All right, I'm going to go up and attack. Let's see. 
kind of the distance to get there. Yeah. We're going to go attack this first troglodyte. Uh, roll the 12. I assume that does not hit. Uh, you would be correct. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to take a... Well, never mind. You already moved. You can't take it yeah, to 5%. I know. I was correcting myself. So the troglodyte spellcaster steps forward and targets Greg with a spell. Greg, go ahead and give me a will save. All right, and I rolled an 11. So what level spellcaster are they? Well, it, I don't know if it necessarily matters what level they are, but I will tell you something. Uh, you get very, very sleepy, and you're unconscious, affected by the spell sleep. Sleep now. Somebody help me, please. I need coffee. Give me a monster. 24-hour energy. I don't care. Help. Mage's turn. She steps back. Then it is Centaur's turn. He'll step up to... He's going to throw a spear at Grogook. Does a 21 hit your AC? No. Yes, it, it hits me. Okay. Uh, take 8 damage, Grogook. Son of a... And it is Grogook's turn. Gorgug will pull out his sword, ignite it with fire, tell them all that now's your chance to give up, boys, but if you want to have it that way, you can. And I begin chanting, you now all get a plus one to attack and damage rolls. A plus one to attack and damage rolls. Oh, a little late. <laughs> one of the troglodytes moves up into the space. It's right next to Cyrix and Truxton, and will attempt an attack on Cyrix. Does our Nomi boy get an AOL? He doesn't, but she might. Do you have your whip out? I do. Uh, you can attempt an attack of opportunity on the Troglodyte. I rolled a 12. That does not hit. That's a 13 against AC for him to hit. So he rolled a 13 against me? He rolled a 13 against you. Yeah, no, that won't hit. Then it is Cyrix's turn. Okay, Um. so I'm going to attempt... First, I, I cast my angry gaze at the spellcaster in the corner there. Um, yep. I'm going to attempt to demoralize them, which is a swift action thanks to some feat that I have. Yeah. Um, so that's rolling an intimidate check, correct? Yeah, can we figure out what that feat's called? Because I think that's the first time you used it. It is called Intimidating Glance. Yeah, if you have the Hypnotic Stare class feature, you can use a demoralize as a swift action. Problem, though, is that staring, I believe, is also a swift action. Is it? I'm pretty sure. God damn it. Well, either way, they're taking a negative two to their will save. Correct. Um, pick whichever one that you want, and I'm going to cast Mental Block. Make a will save. By the way, who's taking that negative two right now? God damn it. That's a natural one. Okay, cool. So, Mental Block means that going to lose all access to skill ranks, spells known, spells prepared. And activated feats, as well as extraordinary supernatural and spell. Wait, I'm confused. Abilities. You keep saying that. Is that it? Um, I think that's all I can do, right? You've got to move. Um, can I move? Take like a five foot step back, and not trigger an attack of opportunity. Yes. Five foot steps never trigger under my knowledge. Cool. I'm taking a five foot step. Uh, it is the next troglodyte's turn. The five foot step flank Truxton. It's a 19 hit. Oh, as a matter of fact, it does. Oh, this Is this the first time that you've been hit, Truxton? No, I've been hit before. I got hit a lot before I learned how to attack. Oh, What's the God. damage, Derek? I'm working on it. Two damage. Hey! <laughs> Next I, think I think I can swim it. 
Uh, he rolls, he swings a claw at you and misses. And then, ooh, natural 20 on the bite. He gets the claw and bite? Yes. Explain that. He took a five-foot step, so he can take a full attack action. If uh -huh. they have more than one attack, they can make multiple attacks. These guys have clubs and natural attacks, which means they can do those. But the natural attacks come at a minus five penalty. And they probably can't crit. No, they can crit. Probably. Well, I mean, the chance is fairly low, but yeah. Does a Did it confirm? Two, does a two hit your AC? It does not. And no, it didn't confirm. Okay. Two additional damage. All right. Well, now I know about this double attack bullshit. I'm coming strong at these guys. It gets his turn. Uh, she casts a spell, and it's Truxton's turn. Step back, you idiot. Step back. You can't. There's a wall there. Yep, I'm trapped. It's okay. Don't worry. They're weak. The wall's only halfway through that square. Yeah, don't fucking worry about it. I'm going to roll to attack the one that is in front of me closer to the squad. And now I am rolling the plus eight. 19, does that hit? That hits. Uh, that's six to damage. And then I'm going to do that again. Well, you also get a plus one for me, so that's actually seven damage. I already, already factored that in. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. Um, How are you going to do that again? Uh, well, because I get two attacks. I'm going to bite him. Can I bite him? So I'll, I'll allow it. Can I hit him? Can nope. I hit him? Nope. Can I piss on him? Yeah. Can I glare? Do your own pass to do it because you can't. Wait, use can I use my spit spell? Yeah, no, that's a standard action. You can't. I'll let you piss on him, but know that piss heals troglodytes. Oh my god! All right, well, well then I guess I'll just sit back and take it from the old, the old Grinch of a DM. <laughs> is that troglodyte <laughs> being flanked right now, Derek? What? He's, or is it opposite sides? It's opposite sides. There, right? He's not being flanked. Oh, he's being flanked. They're on opposite sides. Who the? No, he's Jeff is asking if the troglodyte is being flanked because he's kind of within range. No, it's opposite sides. So yeah. Sam's threatening from above and right. Eames is from the right. So once I get behind him, we'll all get flanking. Right. Anyway, okay. so I piss on the ground and then in my turn. How long does your spell last, uh, Cyrix? Um, I believe they get to... Level. No. Um, actually, maybe. But they get to make a will save every turn, I believe. One round per level, so yeah, three rounds. And each round at the end of the target's turn, the target can attempt another will save to end this effect. Okay, so... I'm still staring at them. The mage pulls out a crossbow and then pulls a um, an oil out of her pouch and just, like, rubs it on the crossbow. And then she moves into the corner, and that's her turn. And this centaur boy's turn. So he pulls out a long sword, then will move towards Grogook and attack. It's an 18 hit. Eric, you tell me that guy was able to draw a weapon and move on the same turn, Derek? Yeah, you can draw as part of a move. Fuck you, Derek. I'm, I'm trying to metagame hard like Gavin now because he's God. We need it. All right. Oh, um, so Derek, I want to quit this podcast. You'll start taking it seriously. Okay, uh, I'm so sorry. All right, what what are you hitting me for? Eighteen. Uh, eighteen does an eighteen hit. Yes. Twelve damage. Son of a bitch. It's almost max damage, so. All right, guys, I gotta deal with this centaur. I was gonna help you out, boy, but this centaur's got my attention now. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm doing I'm doing chip damage. I'll be fine. Greg's turn. He's still a sleepy boy. And Jeff's turn. I roll to attack that piece of shit. Does a 
21 hit? It does not. Derek. <laughs> it does not. Derek, I rolled a fucking 21 on the attack roll. Do you tell me it doesn't hit? It does not. Derek, you're a cop stucker and I hate you. Welcome uh, to boss battles. It's not? Okay. Uh, well, then I will. Five foot seven. Okay. I will say we're and close. call the centaur a cop sucker. Trugodite's turn. Um, hey, fucking scratch me again. I dare you. So he's gonna... Fuck, he'll go with... He'll attack Rogug. 19. Yep. Two damage. Ah, God. Single digits, boys. And then the claw misses. And then the bite misses. Wait, so we can attack claw and bite? Yes. Jesus fucking Christ. His his claw and his bite come at a negative three, though. Spirix. Cool. Quick question. Does no. a ranged spell get Grogu's bonus? If it has an attack roll. Uh, I'm not casting it yet. I just was curious. Um, as of now, I'm just going to switch my gaze to the troglodyte in between Grogug and Truxton, and okay. I'm going to roll to hit. Go for it. Does a 12 hit? Does that count Grogug's bonus? Yes. No. It's tri- the second troglodyte's turn. He's going to take a full attack on Truxton. Eight to hit. No. No, fuck. Thirteen to hit. Still no. Either way. Two to hit. No. Ooh. Fifteen. Uh, I don't... What, what's a tie? Uh, oh, it's sixteen. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, it gets its turn. She casts another spell. Do we know what spell this bitch is casting? Uh, you can make a spellcraft check. I'll do that. Does that count as a turn? No. It's a free action. Okay. I rolled an 18 spellcraft check. That's good enough. Let's see if Truxton knows it. Uh, 23. Huh. Um, it's a spell called Magic Stone. Cyrix opens her mouth and starts saying, It's called Ma- And I say, It's Magic Stone! <laughs> so, I mean, she basically takes a handful of rocks and, like, gives them magical properties. And she can like wield them as weapons if she has to. Uh, we're about to get pelted by the bottle kids from Trailer Park Boys, just so y'all know. It is the start of round three. All right, I'm going for and this. And what? From the cave, a young man walks through and rushes up to Greg's body. It looks like a gelatinous cube, but it's actually Daniel Toller who has entered initiative. Oh lord. Where the hell's my dog? Oh, his kid's gonna die. He's gonna be so mad at us, guys. Here's the thing. He's, like, trapped right now or whatever, so I say if his kid goes, we just kill him and don't worry about it. We just we just make it look like a cave-in accident. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but it is Truxton's turn. Okay, that's what I fucking thought. I'm, yeah, I'll risk the attack of opportunity that this guy gets, and I'm going here. Okay. That's technically two attacks of opportunity. Uh, fuck it. Close is that, that's not a full damage. attack every time, though, right? No, it's just the one. Okay. Closer to the more dangerous enemy. Yes. Does a 20 hit? I gotta save Jeff. 20 hits. A three damage. Okay. The second one. Ugh, second one misses. Okay. All right. Uh, and then I'm going to attack the centaur. And I'm going to use an inspiration dice. I can do that, right? Yep. That counts as two uses of inspiration. Fine. 22. Please tell me that hits. 
That hits. Yes! <laughs> Take this, bitch! <laughs> oh, right, I have to roll damage. Okay, uh... <laughs> This guy better be fucking weak since his AC is so high. I think that's usually how it works, isn't it? Five, fuck. Oh, no, actually six because of uh, the modifier. He's still up. Okay. Also, remember, I have bolt stare, so whoever I'm staring at takes a negative one to their attack rolls. I look over at uh, Grogoog with childish wide eyes. Thank you. I look like hammered horse shit. There is a spear <laughs> sticking out of my chest. I've been slashed. I've been bitten. I am. I am hurt bad, boys. Yeah, I'm trying for you. Gorgug is fucking pissed. So it is the mage's turn. Since I, so like I get a will save every round at the end of the turn, but I didn't take it at the end of last turn. So should I yeah. just do it now? Sure. So. Needs six. No. Okay. So she takes. She'll fire her crossbow at Truxton. Yeah, he's he's the closest target, so rolled a 15 on the die. That's a 14 total. Uh, nope. Um, I guess at this point she just attempt to move closer to Igitz. Greg's still sleeper boy. The centaur targeting his anger on the only person who's been able to hit him. Truxton. 21 hit. Um... Yes. Let's go with, yeah. That's not too bad. Five damage. Okay. Uh, Grogu gets is your turn. Player, I'm split because I can probably kill this troglodyte next to me. I really want to hit the centaur, but the odds of me doing so are low because I have to roll 14 or above. But Gorgug's fucking pissed, so he's going to swing at the centaur. I mean, you do have other options. No, I literally don't, Derek. I could drop my weapon and cast Hideous Laughter, and that would do shit. Uh, a 18 misses. Yep. I'm going to... Step back five-foot step towards the boy and the ranger. Okay. And it is the boy and the ranger's turn. Young Daniel steps back to get a clear, or to get an angle on the centaur. Magic missile. Magic missile. Pulls out his bow. And cast magic missile. And cast magic missile. He fires an arrow at the centaur and does six damage. That is one of the troglodytes' turn. He will attack, full attack Truxton. Nope. 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 And it's Syrix's turn. Okay, I'm gonna try and hit this troglodyte beneath me again. Staring at it, and... Jesus fucking Christ. I assume an 8 does not hit. An 8 does not hit. Hey, uh, quick, you know, side chat with the group here. Could you guys do fucking something? God damn it, I'm trying! <laughs> Other troglodyte's turn. He'll just... Fucking move into Truxton because that's the closest enemy. That misses. Okay. It gets his turn. Let me guess. She casts a spell. She moves over to the corner and goes, oh, It seems like it's going to take a long time. And then she sits down and she like crosses her legs and kind of just starts meditating. Non mechanically meditating. Hey, Greg's boy, do something useful and fire a shot off in her direction. Greg's voice says, Well, gee, sir, I will as soon as I can. <laughs> How old are you? I whisper over my shoulder, Don't, under any circumstance, spitting out blood, <laughs> listen to the gnome. <laughs> shooting that horse fuck until he's dead and shoot him one time after to be sure. Speaking oh, no, of, Jeff's character has just turned into Wolverine from the movie Logan. Speaking, 
Speaking except I don't have past heal five. Yeah, except for you can't do shit. <laughs> well, neither could he in that movie till took drugs, which is a good message for the kids. Yes. Speaking of not trusting the gnome, it is Truxton's turn. And the top of round four. Alright, we're going after the centaur again. Go for it. 16. Fuck. That misses. And I'm also going to move, uh, take a five foot step. Away from the troglodytes. It is the mage's turn. She'll make that will save. 15. Um, the DC is 16, I believe. Let me double check. Yes. Okay. So she's still mind blanked for another turn. She'll take another crossbow shot at Truxton. That misses. Um, it is the centaur's turn. Hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> huh. Just have the centaur attack. Yeah, Christ, yeah, that... Sleeping corpse. That'll do no, it? No, because then he'd die. No! Do it? Oh, please, please, never mind. Uh, Truxton's gonna take another hit. Okay. Uh, 15. Nope. Truxton will not take another hit. And he five foot steps up, so he's in the thick of things. Grogoog. God damn it. This fucking guy. Hey, Jeff, roll those inspiration dice that you've got. I would Wait. love to. I would love to. I'll take I'll take Inquisitor at level 10. <laughs> <laughs> I roll to attack the horse. Natural 20. There Shit, we fucking go. Yes. That's confirmed. With a 24, that, that confirms. That confirms. God damn this piece of shit. He's off the ropes. <laughs> Max damage, he takes 26 damage, 28 damage. That centaur is dead. I cut him. You know know the part where the centaur meets the horse, or the man meets the horse? I cut him in twain through there. As the top goes flying off, I honk up a fat blood loogie right into the goddamn hole I left. And go, alright, who's next? Probably you. Also, I wink at the gnome. Gotcha, buddy. (laughs) Uh, oddly sexual. Daniel, that was good, Max. Damage on a crit. I'll take that. Daniel steps up and he'll fire at the troglodytes. Told him to shoot the horse again, but okay. <laughs> no, he's like dead, dead. <laughs> we don't know that. It's a troglodyte. He hits with a twenty-five and kills the troglodyte. Second troglodyte's turn. Steps up to Truxton. Come at me, bro. Are you keeping track of the damage that's been done to you, Samuel? Yes, I have 26 health, and the damage that has been done is 12. This is a 17 hit. Yes, it does. Well, it's about to be at least two more damage. Uh, four damage. Second, the claw misses. The no, hold on. I misses. thought he didn't get that because he had to move up. <laughs> he five foot stepped. Oh, Jesus Christ. But they missed? Yes. Yeah, well, somebody get this fucking thing off of me. Cyrix. Okay. Cyrix, um, looking at you. I take a five foot step up. I also wink at the gnome. Let me warn uh, you, this guy can attack 75 times. <laughs> yeah, I'm well aware. I've terrified. It's an attack roll on each toe and finger and genitalia. <laughs> of which he has 12. Of which he has 50. He has a normal amount of fingers and toes. Um, five foot step forward and switch my gaze to the troglodyte and roll a hit. Does a 17 hit? Do you want the truth? Or do you want me to be nice? Just fucking tell me the truth, jackass. That hits. 12 damage. So this one hasn't been hit at all. So he is up, but it's on his fucking last legs. Oh. I all piss on the truck leg. Get it all glory to me then, because I'm about to finish this motherfucker. Mechanically speaking, that means he has one hit point left. 
Igitz makes one final maneuver. She says, You killed the centaur. You killed the iron fang, huh? There's no, no reason to keep this battle going. Oh, are you fucking... You better not do this. You had better not fucking... I am about to whack this fucking troglobob into the fucking next millennium. Boys, step back. This battle's been... This battle's over. There's no reason. We can... Uh, yeah, you think it's over? Okay, we I'll step can, back. Wait, sure. Wait, we she said. She said. Them. She said. Boys, step back. I was not directly ordered to step back. I'm gonna move forward and attack the troglodyte. No, she's talking to her people. Oh, oh it's far too late for that. Oh they yeah, no, no, my boy. No, 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 my boy caught those heads. We gotta send it back and attack. Yeah, sorry. we throw it hands. We throw it hands today. So I will tell you right now, this is not. He is not escaping. Okay, Truxton's turn. Yeah, I will roll. And I'm probably gonna fucking nat one this. Let's see. Nope, 19. That hits. Ouch. And then formality here, but damage, six damage. So. You jam your rapier so hard through him that it not only goes through his neck, but it also goes through his spinal column and blood spits out the back. Hell yeah, Mortal Kombat style X ray. Um, and it is the mage's turn. Okay, now let's talk. She'll, the mage moves back towards, uh, it gets Brokoob. I looked at that mage. Well, first took a five foot step. I looked at mage dead goddamn eyes. My sword lit with energy. I drop it out of my hand, reach into my fanny pack, my tactical fanny pack, and say to the mage, here's a funny joke, you cocksucker. I pull out two fruit tarts and a feather, twirl them in the air, and cast hideous laughter. Alright, quick side chat here. The maid hasn't even hit anybody, has she? Oh, we're about to hit her, no. don't worry. Okay. What's that will save, Derek? 18. Son of a... Any negatives she's got going on? Anybody? Nope. No, I wasn't staring at her. By the way, guys, what just happened there? Uh, if you look inside any spell description, it'll talk about its components. <laughs> it's up to your imagination to figure out what your person's doing. But for hideous laughter... The effect is they drop on the floor laughing for one round per my level. So you're going to tickle yourself it, with it, No, but they're not helpless. They just can't do anything for those rounds. So yeah. whatever I do with those fruit tarts and a feather makes them laugh so hard <laughs> fall on their back and cannot do anything for three rounds. Should have just pulled down your pants. That would have been a crit. Uh, so for some, uh, <laughs> for some Pathfinder information for all you kids out there, as you know, Pathfinder is based on Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, this was based, I believe, on a spell called, I believe, Derek... Correct me if I'm wrong. Tasha's hideous laughter from D and D second edition, which had these same components. Are we done with the history lesson? <laughs> that has been Jeff May's useless information corner. Now back to Derek's useless information podcast. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Daniel five steps back and starts trying to wake his daddy up. Serious. Oh, Paul, wake up. Um, I cast mental block on the mage again, and I stare at her so that the, she gets the negative two will save. Twenty-two. I'm not casting this on Aegis. I'm casting it on the mage. Uh-huh. Okay. Put up both middle fingers. That's what happens when you roll 19. Keep staring at her, though, for God's sakes. Oh, I am still staring at her. And Aegis' turn. Aegis, why don't you save us all some time here and get rid of this fucking lackey of yours? You know who your real squad is. We're standing right over here. I'm going to roll to, uh... How do I roll the... I'm going to roll... Can I roll diplomacy on, on my proposal there? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 14. Listen, facts of the matter is that I just don't... I, I mean, I, I'm a little nervous about getting too close to you. You seem, you know, 
I'm sure you're pretty strong or whatever. I see you got these rocks around you. She's just gonna hide, it's kind of annoying. She's kind of cowering next to you like a pet anyway. Doesn't that like, you're a powerful being. Doesn't that sort of piss you off, that type of weakness? You're still staring at the mage, Cyrix. Yes. Okay. Igitz reaches out, touches the mage, and casts a spell. Anybody want to roll that sweet, sweet spellcraft? Yep. Uh, natural 20, 24. Second. It is. Uh, an unnatural 20, 20. Unnatural 20s always beat natural 20s. Thank you. Derek, Thank you, you kiss my ass. Cyrix, you recognize the spell as hold person. This time I try to shout hold person and Cyrix interrupts me. Truck all that's hold person. So a hold person paralyzes an enemy or a creature that it's used on with a save that the mage failed. So the mage crumples the ground, still alive, but very much paralyzed. Oh, she's helpless. Coup de gras, coup de gras. <laughs> Truxton, your favorite. Yes, I pull my crossbow out. Uh, coup de gras are a full round action, so you can't move. Okay, I chuck it at her. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, well then I get, I'll just move up and uh, I'll move up and attack. Okay. That's a 16. I assume she takes heavy negatives. Yeah, you hit. Okay. I think that would hit normally. Uh, and that's a six on damage. Oh, seven, sorry. The modifier. Still alive. Also very paralyzed. I intended that to be a lot more satisfying and, uh, than it ended up being. So, somebody else on me out here. Grogu, it's your turn. Or we could just say fuck. End initiative and just tag team murder her, up, I guess. Grogug leans down, picks up his sword, igniting with energy, and then make eye contact with this filthy, disgusting priestess or whatever disgusting old god multi-warships. I make an intimidate check. Let's talk, turkey wench. Is this exploration going to become an eradication? Can I roll to assist Grogu on his intimidation check? I don't think you have to. Because no, all she's been wanting to do for the past couple minutes is just talk. I'm, this is leverage. She'll answer whatever you want to answer. Do you want to break uh, initiative or... ASL? Let's break initiative, have the little boy <laughs> kill, kill the mage. She deserves the die because she's not laughing at my joke. Truxton drags the mage in the corner and just, just fucking stabbing that bitch. Just stabbing her, stabbing her, stabbing her. I, I, I look to the, to the whore. Uh, I'm covered in blood. I've cut a centaur in half. I look upon the scene of what's happening in that corner. I look to her and say, I think we need to talk to the gnome. He's got some obviously deep-seated issues. That's just... Honestly, I really don't see anything wrong with what's going on over there. Hold on, I heard that. <laughs> Truxton, it's fine. Your father and I are talking. Oh, God damn it. Put yourselves wherever you'd like to be. So she, <laughs> she's just kind of, she just takes that pose that she took when she was in the corner. She sits on a grass mat and she kind of holds her legs and her arms and just is eyes closed and just says, anything <laughs> you'd like to know? Yeah, listen up. Listen up, Vishnu. Uh, you're joining our side or something like that, right? I'd like to think of it more as you joining mine. Okay, semantics. I see. Quit playing word games with me. My IQ is 99. That's almost perfect. I guess I can start from the beginning. I was born in the Darklands. This cave was my home, and I was born out of my egg. I was clutching. Okay, who's got a more specific question in the room? Um, yawns loudly. <laughs> I was clutching a precious gemstone 
which my people recognized as a symbol of the power I would achieve. And I learned from my masters. You see this cane. Wait, is it a rose emoji? Yes. In, in more ways than one, Truxton. My teachers, they could hear the voices of the excavator, but I, I never could. I, I see things in the stones, but I, I never saw what they could see. And here we are. The soldier, the thought, the dealer, the woodsman, and I guess the woodsman's son. I take a five-foot step. What witch do you see in the stone? She kind of motions towards you, Grogoog, and she goes, You were a boy in Multhoon, and you you had hardships, but you met a girl, the Orke, a slave girl that they murdered. And that changed the course of your life, didn't it? Grogoog doesn't really say anything. This sword does light with arcane energy. Then I guess she looks over to Cyrix and she goes, And you, you don't know much about your past. And maybe you don't know that you don't know much. But there's been something on your mind for the past couple of days. So you haven't told any of these people, have you? <laughs> Jeff is saying that I killed a man in the background right now. You killed a man by fucking him. Well, that's a very loose... We're using very loose terms. I wouldn't say man would be necessarily applicable in this situation. Let me ask Boy. you this. I don't think... This Child. Jesus Christ! Have you ever... Have you ever... Cyrix Pleathor, have you ever been to a place called Comet Pizza? <laughs> Cyrix Pleathor, does this name ring a bell? Sharam. I narrow my eyes. Maybe. Young Daniel, have you told your father yet? No, no. What are you talking about? That as soon as your sister and your mother are safe, you're running away to join the army. Have you told your father? Hey, we are the fucking army. What the fuck? <laughs> and Truxton. Yeah, finally. Save little, the best for last. Little, little gnome boy. Large, actually handsome gnome boy. Fine, yes. Have you told them about the deal you made? I can promise you I don't know what you're talking about. We do know that the gnome makes a lot of deals with the, and then I mouth weed very, very right. visibly. Hey, have you told your friends that you came to Feyandar to even up a debt with a criminal enterprise and... <laughs> are you talking? This is giving me a, a headache. I... I... Could you just speak, just speak, you know, the king's English to me for a second here? Have you told your friends that you are in service of a criminal enterprise and you seek to either gain favor with the Trinsonata Rangers or kill one and bring it home? Uh, hey, well, I guess I have it, guys. That's what's going on. So I honestly didn't think it was important. Any more questions? Yes. This is what I see in the stone. How, when does a dwarf's penis stop growing? 16. How old am I? 14. Oh, yes, there's hope still. Also, you're a gnome. Oh, no. <laughs> Very clearly, I know all of you, or know things about you. How, how much do you know? Four inches. Oh. <laughs> yes! Hold on, though. No, I'm like three foot six. That's like on a normal sized human being. That's like seven. That's really good, actually. That. No, Gorgu's mood has soured significantly. Yeah, well, the past big, 10 big rounds of combat. Surprise. I know. 
he, he seems like, well while he's generally grumpy he seems actually mad right now okay. you know, things have just happened to him all right let's okay. let the big man talk you know much about us well, let me ask you this which so we may know more about you when i'm done quartering you where do you want the pieces scattered oh jesus okay Christ. Grogu, Don't I'm... listen to him. First of all, he has like four health. You could fucking easily dispatch him. <laughs> no. I, I move over and I. I it doesn't speak my... for the group. Uh, I put my hand on Grogoog and tell him to chill the fuck out for. Listen, like you want me to attack seconds. him? Say the fucking word. <laughs> Traxton, you you've done enough murdering for the day, Grogoog. I've done none. I've done no murdering. It, what? Okay, I don't even want to know what you. Did to that corpse in the corner then? That's just not we we won't talk about I didn't that. Get to Grogu, let's calm down here. He looks to the gnome. He looks to the whore. He even looks to the boy. The actual boy, by the way. He takes his long sword, puts it back on his back, conduct your negotiations. I'll be above. And he turns to leave the cavern and rejoin the well, go to the empty cavern. Just, right. Now that we've got a civil round table, let's get to work. A proper Algonquin round table. Gogug, if I am to die, and I, I recognize my place in the universe perhaps better than anybody in this room. Oh if... god, I want to kill her so bad! I want to kill her so goddamn bad! <laughs> there is only one place I would prefer to die. This next room over, you see. This is the room where my god the excavator has been interred. This is where, if I am to die today, where I choose to be killed. Gorky okay, laughs really... as he's still leaving the room. <laughs> what, what, what's your angle here? Uh, so I've got a couple questions about everything that have just happened. Uh, mainly the fact that you just told us that you have a god in the other room. Do you want to talk yeah. about that for just like just maybe a couple seconds? You seem very knowledge about our lives, what's going on in our heads, you know, stuff that's very personal to some of us. Uh, and it, how about you open up a little bit here, babe? How about you tell us what's going on in this room that you just mentioned that you want to die in? Uh, I'm a little bit uncomfortable about the idea of a god being next to us. To be honest, I, I, I don't know what's going on in there because it's locked up and I don't know how, how to open it. But this place, these ruins were created thousands of years ago. My creatures called the Shiamons. There was one among them who created the underdark tunnels called the Excavator. And that Shiamon, if you look behind me, the statue, this insectoid, this is a Shiamon. The Excavator was one of them. And his fossilized remains are interred in a sarcophagus in this next room. Entering this room would grant great power to all who enter, but I can't unlock the lock. I can't get in. Stones haven't I've... told you that information? The stones, they give me much information, but they're also very stupid because they have very low intelligence scores. What? Rocks are dumb. That is why they say dumb as a box of rocks, I assume. Did they say dumb as a box of rocks? Is that what they say? Who says that? Uh, I don't say that. You don't say a lot of things, mainly because you're... I say a lot of things, just a lot of the same things. I know about it. I've noticed. Um, I assume that's... What did you say your IQ score was? 69? 99. One short of perfect. One short of Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, Chlamydia Don, or whatever the fuck my god's name is. (laughs) 
the Iron Fangs approached me in hopes that my troglodyte army could help them reclaim the for claim the forest. Uh, that's what your friends, the dead centaur over there, York, wanted. But they very clearly were not worthy. It is I have seen you all come into this cavern and open that door and bring me what I need. And if you can do that for me, I will give you my people, my power, and anything you could possibly need to help fight back at your enemies. Okay, uh, one... Maybe it's the last question, I don't know. Um, so, where's this army? Like, we've killed a lot of troglodytes to get into this cave. Uh, well, yeah, we did that. Uh, so where is your army? This, this isn't the only cave. And I assume you passed the giant tunnel leading into the Darklands? I'm kind of a big deal down there. Um, can I roll a sense motive check on this bitch? What do you want to know? That she's not gonna fucking backstab us, and there's not some, like, actually dangerous thing trap that she's going to, unwit like, get us to unwittingly, innocently open up. Oh, almost certainly. Go ahead and make a sense motive. I'll make one, too. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I rolled a nine. Hold on, I'm I'm coming to save the day here. That's a forty-nine. <laughs> oh, I added a zero by accident. That's a twenty-two. Okay, she believes not that there's a creature in there, but that somebody very important to her people—that's the burial site—and whether it's treasure or some sort of magic. She wants to get her hands on it, not for for religious reasons, not necessarily for personal power. She also believes that you all are, like, fated heroes that were destined to open this oh boy. chamber. I mean, she's she's a little she's loopy. She's uh, smart as she's cracked up to be. She's a little loopy, but you believe she's thinking these things. What's the game plan? Oh, we're going. We're going to go steal the national treasure. <laughs> okay. Who goes to look at the the door? Probably Cyrix, because she's the least damaged. So if it's trapped, then... yeah, that is fair. I have not taken a single point of damage, so. Yeah, that's what you get for like cowering in the corner. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I walk over to the door and raise my middle finger at Trexter. So on the door there is a lock, a lock type mechanism. So like a, like a safe lock, but instead of numbers, there are pictograms. Oh, shit. Hey, I played Uncharted. Maybe let me take this one. So there are um, ten different pictures. There is a beetle, a rock, a wedge, a hammer, a crying face, a flame, a claw, a door, a metal bar, a figure standing in triumph, and a bottle. Oh shit, guys, it's my 10 most recently used emojis. <laughs> Truxton, give me a perception check. 16. You recognize some of these symbols. Do you remember that room where you tried to decipher the Aklo language? Yes, I do. Do you remember the thing that you you remember or you were able to decipher? Yeah, of course I remember that. <laughs> uh, I think. Okay, uh, something about... Uh grandmother in seeking the excavator turned her eyes to the stone to the steel and finally to woe so we want to do, do a stone emoji steel emoji and crying face 
beetle rock wedge hammer crying face flame claw door metal bar triumph and bottle okay i like how crying face is one of them <laughs> but yeah we'll do metal bar stone and crying face is it crying laughing emoji is it that one i hope it's that one yeah it is yes. so what's what's the order we're going in uh we're going the stone first the metal bar second and then the crying laughing emoji third so truxton <clears throat> twists the lock in i'm on serious shoulders for this and... <laughs> i actually have cupped up so that you're like sitting in my arms <laughs> holding me like a cat yes exactly <laughs> and so you you twist it third to the truck crying face and the door vibrates ever so slightly and nothing. Well, I give up. But then seconds later, the doors slowly begin to split open, revealing this final chamber. So there are like vases with metal items in them on either side of a large sarcophagus that is like in a recess in the floor with three steps going down. The lid of the sarcophagus depicts a vaguely insectoid creature. I turn to the troglodyte lady and I'm like, here's your room. She goes, that's the excavator. That's the excavator. And she's kind of like, like tears are kind of going down her, her cheeks a little bit. Joyful, joyful tears. And she goes, you all take whatever treasure you want. Let me... Okay, I give on the excavator. Let me... <laughs> Let me for a second be be with the one who wouldn't talk to me, but they never saw. What the fuck is this girl's problem? I kind of motion like trucks into the corner and like. Like she told you, she told you earlier that her her teachers could hear the voices of the excavator, so she's like taking solace yeah, but... in the fact that she can see it, even if she can't hear it. Okay, well. Alright, sure. While you guys are having your conference, Gorgug walks back south with his crystal boy in tow. He looks in there and goes, Oh my god, is that the fourth amendment to the Malthuni Constitution? (laughs) 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 So Gorgug is back? Yeah, let's talk about that fourth amendment. When you said four inches, I personally believe that that was unlawful search and seizure of my information. (laughs) (laughs) We're not in Malthoon. Wait, the, are we really not? It's the near Mathofnian constitution. No, we're so libertarian near Mathos, we don't have a constitution. Oh my lord. We only have a bill of rights. We have amendments, but no constitution. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll kind of like go and sit in front of the sarcophagus and begin like praying in front of it. But she she gives you an open invitation to take whatever treasure you want. So you what go treasure? check that out. Hey, I, I want to point out here. I think I did almost all of this. I get first dibs. Thank you, everybody. It's agreed upon. Let's take a vote. I, I, I. That's the eyes have it. And I will take the master work slingshot. Derek, can I attempt a very quick knowledge history for any of this this general room and the, the people she was talking about as I was walking out? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's only 14. All right, I'll roll it, Jeff. Knowledge ar- like knowledge arcana, would that be kind of more a good roll? No. Knowledge it'd, be, it'd be history or religion. Okay, Ooh, I, I got I religion. religion. Yeah, I got religion. Uh, okay, 17. You don't really know anything about the religion of the excavator, but you kind of know why. It feels kind of culty to you. 
like there's telltale signs of this being the type of faith that only like several hundred people believe in in this world doesn't necessarily mean it's not true but it's very tiny so, here's the plan we we kill this lady we say that we found the hold on now your team killed a lady and oh we we become we become the leaders of the cult oh that's my recommendation you have to toy with the old gods what do you know about old gods <laughs> I know that when they get involved, many people die. Things it can do, the things faith can do to anybody is already Oh my incredible. god, I'm so bored by all of this. Can we please go find some naive teenagers for me to make a profit on? Well, I, I look <laughs> I look to my crystalline dog, and I say to him in common, though I know he doesn't understand me. Well, most likely he doesn't understand me. What do you make of it, boy? Well, she used to be my boss, but right now you're my boss, so I guess I don't make nothing to nothing. My God, he learned common in the past hour. <clears throat> so you guys go through the treasure? Absolutely. Give me that treasure, ho. Uh, crystal dibs go to the dog. Uh, 115 copper pieces. Seven, 730 silver pieces. Hold on, hold on. I got a table. 335 gold pieces. 10 platinum pieces. Yeah. 14 Amheist gems worth 25 gold pieces each. Uh, make that 10 amp, so I get forward to the dog immediately. Okay. <laughs> Nine aquamarines were 30 gold pieces apiece. That'll mess up his dinner, so I'm not going to give it to him. One plus one mithril buckler. What? Is that a writer for the National Review? No. <laughs> does, does our little gnome boy carry a buckler? He can. Oh, you got idea. Uh, it's a shield, Eames. But it gives you no real penalties to use, so that's probably why you'd be interested. It, it's like one of those shields you can like strap on your forearm, but still wield weapons with. Hey, well, buckler up, because uh, here comes Truxton. You know, basically, basically, it's a frisbee on your arm. Two steadfast gut stones, which I looked up earlier and are kind of interesting. You basically eat them, and they can convert 10 points of a critical hit or a sneak attack into zero damage. So they'll like take take sneak attack or critical hit damage for you, but they only last 24 hours. I slip those into my pocket immediately. And there's a belt. You're always standing 40 feet away from the action anyway. Why you gotta have it? One crit almost there? killed me. And a belt made of Fair point. It's like interlocking jade plates. Ooh, this will go well with my fur coat. <laughs> That's fancy. I already got my frisbee. I'll take the rest. I don't care. <clears throat> a collar for the boy. <laughs> He'll eat the collar, though. He can't get his head to it. It's on his neck. If, if somebody gives me a spellcraft check, I might be able to tell you what the belt is. Got it. Gorgu 25. 21 uh. for You all recognize this. Nope, I recognize it better. <laughs> you all recognize it. But Truxton realizes that it's slightly, ever so slightly heavier than a normal one, which has no mechanical difference. But he can say he knows a little bit more. It is a belt of mighty constitution plus two. Damn. Can I Who's got weak con? Can, can I please have the belt? That's a free one. For That's a free three HP right I now. I will give up the stones to whoever the fuck wants them. I would love that belt. My AC is 15. It's not uh, AC. It's constitution bonus. So it gives you plus two con, which means you'll get one more fortitude save, and you'll get one HP per level going forward. Also great, because my HP is 25. Mine was 24 before I bumped it up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I just bumped it up. I wasn't going to die anyway, but it was getting a little too close for comfort, so I bumped it <laughs> this. So Truxton not only changes his numbers every week, but he also has read the entire adventure path, so he knows exactly what's coming. No, I haven't done that. Don't confuse my wanting to cheat with a desire to actually know how to play this game. I certainly don't have that. Look at that goddamn thing. Put that I, shit up. I do feel like I should have a higher HP than 24, though. That seems low. You're a goddamn gnome. Right. I mean, yeah. I, have, I have 25. Like Gnomes get constitution three. bonuses, though. Yeah, and I have, like, a really good con score. You're probably oh. not rolling your HP so hold on. Right when you level up. I have a plus four to con already. So that's at least 12. You I'll can think have of the belt, Truxton. We'll figure it out on the break. As you guys are going through the treasure, fighting over con scores and who should have higher hit points and whatnot, it gets... She moves the top off of the sarcophagus, and as, as it falls to the floor... Her eyes get really wide and she looks like super excited. Like, you know, when you're at like a baseball game and they have blue cotton candy, that kind of shit. Oh, fuck. This the record, the... I hate baseball games. I can't see over anybody. Well, that's why blue cotton candy makes it so much better. I also can't ever see the guy shouting for it. I and mean, he can't see me when I'm raising my hands or hear me when I'm shouting. Truxton, I'll take you to a baseball game. You can sit on my shoulders. Oh, thank you. So she, she goes... This is, this is the day, this is the day that everything finally, finally happens. And she reaches in and touches this insectoid creature. And as soon as her finger touches it, it just crumbles into dust. And the look of excitement slowly, slowly changes into just disgust and rage. And she turns around and says... You were supposed to be the ones that fixed all of this. Well, that's the last time I don't listen to you, Dad. It didn't work. And then she casts a spell in Truxton's direction. Don't worry, it's just a large person. You're going to be a medium-sized creature, buddy. (laughs) You're going to have an 8-inch cut percent. That's all right. I just upped my HP considerably, too, so we're all right. Hey, buddy, three, four, you're four inches, right? That's respectable because you're only like 24 inches tall. That's, that's, what, that's I mean, incredible. You're repeating, you're repeating points I've already made. That's <laughs> terrifying. That means, excuse me, that, that's an eight-inch cock on, on a... That, that, that's just, <laughs> who's going to tell him? Who's going to tell him? Come on. I fucked a gnome once with a six-inch penis. Okay, well... And that's the end of our broadcast week. <laughs> I said no. we forced the whole goddamn place and let it go. You should still be killing that people. This podcast uses trademarks and copyrights owned by Paizo Incorporated, which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Incorporated. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Incorporated and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. Iron Fang Invasion is copyright 2017. Iron Fang Invasion and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo.